In this episode, I am going to absolutely piss at least one person off. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sea and Land Fitness Podcast. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Sea and Land Fitness. So head on over to www.sandlfit.com. The if you're watching on YouTube, it's right up in the uh, it's right up in the corner. Hope I'm pointing to the right space. Um, and also, if you're on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button so that you get all the new episodes. If you are not watching on YouTube, then check out um, this podcast. Well, you're already checking it out. But if you don't want to listen to it where you're listening to it now, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, and I think that's it. But yeah, so so go on, check us out there, and also check out Sea and Land Fitness, where you can pick up some caps, you can pick up some shirts. Um, and yeah, so that's the intro. What'd you think? I I think I got a better lock on it this episode. Um, hold on, I'm gonna have a sip of coffee, Peter Madeira. This is my obligatory sip of coffee with you. All right, so. I said in the beginning of this episode that I was going to piss off at least one person. I'm going to guess, I'm going to gauge that it's going to be probably quite a few more. Um, what is this episode about and why is it going to be so controversial? Well, this episode is going to be about something near and dear to my heart, and that is uh, fast food. All right, so the question that I'm going to posit is, or, or the question I'm going to attempt to answer is, can you eat fast food and live a healthy life? So my answer is, and I'm going to hit you with this immediately, is yes, you absolutely can. And I know a lot of you are cringing right now and going, but you guys are probably thinking about all of the things that they want you to be eating at McDonald's, at Burger King, at Carl Jr.'s, at KFC, at Wendy's. But there are a number of things um, that you can eat that are very reasonable. And if you're living a healthy lifestyle and making some good choices, should not be a problem at all. So, you guys know that I am finishing up my master's at uh at the university of florida go gators um and it is in applied physiology and kinesiology so this covers this degree this master's degree patting myself on the back way to go sano um covers a lot of different areas it covers a, a lot of different disciplines and it's such a great well-rounded um, degree program because I get stuff on sports psychology. I get stuff on physiology, um, exercise physiology, regular physiology, understanding how the body works, 
psychology, understanding how the brain works. Um, I already had a background in psychology, so I'm just buttressing it. Um, what else do we talk about? Strength and conditioning. We talk about rest and recovery. But one of the major things that we also talk about, Dr. Harrison, this goes out to you, is nutrition, sports nutrition. Um, I need another sip of coffee. Jeez. I'm... So sports nutrition is really crazy because sports nutrition is really no different than regular nutrition in the sense that in the sense that and i say this to my wife all the time um what we're trying to do is we're trying to efficiently propel the body through space you're trying to propel your body from point a to point b or to exist in space exist so your cells are functioning um you have cognitive ability all this stuff so sports nutrition if you look at it from that uh perspective is no different than regular nutrition um now there is a thing such as clinical nutrition where you're dealing with deficiencies in human physiology you're dealing with illnesses and stuff like that but that is for for very specific acute and chronic instances. Um, overall, you need to be doing, you need to be fueling the system in a way that makes your body efficient. Whether you're a Division One football player or Division One uh, pro tennis player, uh, Division One track athlete, high school track athlete, or someone who just gets up every morning and goes to work and comes home. Um, somebody who lives a sedentary lifestyle can maintain a very healthy life to a certain degree. They, they, they won't uh, uh, have the muscular benefits of movement but you can't just, and when I say sedentary, I don't mean like they're bedridden. Um, I mean that they get up, they go from point A to point B, and they go to sleep at night, and, and they don't maintain a an exercise routine. So this is something, and it's interesting because this is something that we deal with in sport um, when we deal with illnesses or when we deal with injuries. Uh, we have the athlete taking time off. They taper down on their dietary intake. Uh, they might be restricted from physical activity. So they're in, and they're healthy. These athletes are healthy. They're in a reconstructive phase. They're not doing anything tremendously, uh, you know, physically taxing so they can live a healthy life. You can live a sedentary, healthy life. I'll argue that you can exist. Um, is it the healthiest life? No, I don't think so. I think you need to be doing something. Um, my wife routinely comes out and complains about the fact that, oh, all I do is sit in my office and, and I go into the city. We live 50 miles north of New York City, but I don't think she understands that she has to eat a diet that allows her to maintain the aerobic activity of getting to the train, 
of going from the train to her office, from walking around the city streets in New York. Um, so even though she would be classified as sedentary, I in no way, shape, or form, think that she is. So a lot of you people out there who are armchair warriors, you can pat yourself on the back because I don't think you're sedentary. I think you uh, do light or moderate exercise. Um, we'll get you up to medium. Don't worry. We'll get you up to medium intensity. All right. Um, so what were we talking about in the beginning? We were talking about can you eat fast food and live a healthy lifestyle? So before we get deep into that, I have to read something from Dr. Fink's Sports Nutrition, uh, Practical Applications. This was my textbook from Dr. Harrison, and I actually had the honor of speaking to her on the phone last year um, to get her to come onto this show. She said she was busy. We'll get her here. But... This is what you have to watch out for if you are going to make meal choices that take you to fast food. So the top of this section is called, Can a Diet Be Too High in Fat? So consuming too much fat can lead to the overconsumption of total calories, resulting in weight gain in the form of of body fat. Body fat is a less active tissue and does not produce energy for exercise as easily as stored carbohydrates. So what does that mean and why did I bring that up? I'm tossing this book over here. The reason I brought that up is because most of your food choices in fast food are high in ding 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 fat why is this a problem well it becomes a math problem a very actually simple math problem so protein you want to make sure you get we have macronutrients okay macronutrients are the major nutrients that your body needs in order to fulfill all of its bodily functions um, you also need vitamins and minerals yes i know you also need water yes i know but we're going to talk about macronutrients right now for the purposes of this discussion. So, you need protein, okay? Now, one gram of protein has four calories in it, okay? So, when you're on uh, my plate or what's the one I use, my fitness pal, for, awesome app, by the way, it's telling you your carbs. It's telling you what percentage of your meals are carbs. It's telling you protein, which is also four carbs. So carbohydrates, four carbs, or far, carbohydrates, four calories, protein, four calories. All right. So that's good. Now we know if I have one gram of protein, it has four calories in it. If I have one gram of carbohydrates, it has four calories. Well, Mike. How many calories does one gram of fat have? I'm glad you asked. Nine. Nine, nine, nine calories. So more than double. Both of them. So you can have one gram of carbohydrates, 
one gram of protein, and you're still not the total caloric load of one gram of fat. So why do I bring this up? Because think about it. If you're eating nine grams, well, let's, let's make it easy. Let's do some simple math. Okay. So what's five times nine, 45, right? So five times nine is 45. So five grams of, uh, fat is 45 calories. Five times four is 20. So five grams of protein is only 20 calories. So I can have two, you know, I can have double and, and meet my caloric daily intake. Okay. So the more fat you have, the more calories you have. And on top of that, fat doesn't, and I'm going to, I'm going to screw this word up. I know it satiate. So it doesn't satisfy your hunger as much. Uh, carbohydrates always get that bad rap. Oh, you know, those carbohydrates, you're not going to feel full. You know, that rice or pasta, you're not going to feel full. That's true. It's absolutely true. That's why you put some protein in it. Why do you put some protein in it? Because protein satiates. It turns off the hunger mechanism a lot quicker than carbohydrates and fat. Now, why am I bringing up all these mac uh, these macronutrients? Because think of the body as a system. All right. So what? I'm going to simplify. Remember, I said moving the body through space. Okay. Well, I'm going to actually filter it down a little bit more. So the purpose for eating is not, not to move the body through space, to fuel the body so that it can move through space. The purpose of eating is to fuel the body. Are you ready for this? Big concept. So it can move the brain through space. So think about it. All right. Your command module, your brain. Moving your body through space. Okay. What big fat hairy deal? What does that do? So you got a body over here and then you want to move it over here. Why? <coughs> because the brain wants to go over from point A to point B. So the purpose of eating is to fuel the body to move the brain through space. When we start thinking about things like this, diet, intake, exercise, all that stuff starts to become a lot more relevant. It starts to become a lot, when you change the perspective, you know, from me, you know, I, 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 I don't want to exercise. I don't want to, you know, eat well. But if you eat well, then you can move the brain from point A to point B have better experiences, have more experiences. I don't know if that was a good reason, but it felt like a good one when I was just coming up with it now. So, all right. So 
there's a, a a lot of a lot of information too about what we should be eating and what we should be restricting um, in our diets. And some of it's really bad information. I think I think that it's bad information. Um, let me rephrase that. I don't think it's bad information. I think it's incorrect information. And I think some of it is a little bit misguided. Okay, so one of the things that um, a lot of people are talking about this is this was supposed to be about fast food, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get to fast food, and I, I'm trying to explain and give this little nutrition lesson so that you can understand about making better food choices. Now, one of the things that I I it sounds like I just did a smear job on fat and that, you know, I said fat was bad. No, I did not say fat was bad. Fat is very important. Fat has a lot of uses in the body, some, uh, some tremendous uses, but I'm going to give you what I think is the most important use. Okay. So I remember I said moving the brain through space. Okay. Before I talk about fats and moving the brain through space, as I jump around this topic like willy-nilly, I'm going to talk about glucose. I'm going to talk about carbohydrates. Um, so glucose, blood sugar, you need it. You have to have it. Everyone's talking about testing their blood sugar and making sure their blood sugar's low and making sure their blood sugars, you know, not too hot. Diabetics have to worry about it. Um, people who are on keto have to worry about it. I'm going to tell you, you just want to maintain your blood sugar levels. Okay. Stop thinking about too high. Stop thinking about too low, unless you're, uh, you know, you have a, a clinical issue or an illness, then of course you have to think about it. But outside of that, your average person, the lay person, has no reason to be thinking about their sh blood sugar levels. If you have a headache, um, if you have low energy, then yeah, then you probably do as a normal person have to think about it because your blood sugar levels are probably low. But what I need to tell you, and this is one of the most important things, is that blood sugar is one of the most important things flowing around inside your body. Why is that? Because it is the brain's primary and only fuel. You need it for your brain. You need regular levels of blood sugar in your body for your brain to function. I'm going to prove this. So, um, there was a study that was done by Kristen E. Dancy et al. Ah, such an academic. Uh, Kristen E. Dancy, Kara L. Watts, Robin B. Kinnerick, and Holly A. Taylor. And it is entitled, are you ready for this? Low Carbohydrate Weight Loss Diets Effects on Cognition and mood. So this was a study that was done. Um, 
And I'll just give you the, uh, there was a write-up done on this article, and it says, a new study from the psychology department at Tufts University shows that when dieters eliminate carbohydrates from their meals, excuse me, that was a hiccup, they perform more poorly on memory-based tasks that went than when they reduce calories. So, but maintain carbohydrates. So if you reduce calories, but maintain your carbohydrates, i.e. your blood sugar, you'll do fine cognitively. If you reduce carbohydrates, you're diminishing your blood sugar and you are getting dumber. Now, when carbohydrates were reintroduced, cognition skills return to normal. Now, what's important about this is that this study, um, which was done, I don't know when it was done. I'll show more. Here we go. Which was done in 2008, was done on human subjects. Okay, so remember how I said um, I am definitely going to piss some people off so I can hear, I can feel the angst from all the keto people who are just losing their shit right now going you don't understand there was a study keto ketones have an effect on cognition i'm going to hit you right there and tell you to stop and the reason i'm going to tell you to stop is that the study that i just cited had to do with human subjects and was done with human subjects the ketone studies that you guys are talking about were done with mice. There is no proof that it was done with that that it works in humans. So slow your roll, bro. Take a minute. Now, if you can get some data to counter that, that's awesome. I, and I'd love to see it. But as it stands right now, the 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 thinking and the data says that you know, a reduction in carbohydrates leads to a reduction in blood glucose, which leads to a reduction in cognition. So there you go. And the reason I'm saying all this is because the reason I'm bringing all this up is because we're talking about fast food. Holy crap. He finally got back to the subject. Yes. The reason I'm talking about this is because I'm talking about fast food. And I'm talking about a lot of times what people will do is they'll go, hey, can I have that cheeseburger on some lettuce instead? Um, and that's the wrong way to be doing it. That's I'm, I'm telling you. Normally, I don't like make definitive statements. Um, but that that one, you know, in, in terms of diet, because uh, I, I think that 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 diet is so variable there are so many variables in diet and there's so many individual variables from person to person, but I will say this one is straight up. Okay. Don't, don't get rid of that bun and put lettuce there. You need those carbohydrates in order to get a full meal and your daily recommended intake of that macronutrient carbohydrates. What I will tell you is there is something you could take off that burger and again, it's probably going to piss some people off. Um, hold on. I am loving my coffee today. I don't know what is going on. So um, 
there is something you could take off that burger. And some of you have guessed it, and you're like, oh, man, seriously? You could take that cheese off, and you could take that bacon off, because those are super high in fat. I would actually, and here's the thing, and I'm Jewish, I can't believe I'm saying this, I would actually say, leave the bacon on and take the cheese off, because the cheese has higher fat. You can actually get some, You're not, it's not going to be substantial, but you'll get more protein out of that bacon than you'll get out of that cheese. Um, the cheese is just, and, and I know you're, you know, someone's probably said, well, no, there's still protein because it's a milk product. Not the cheese that you're getting at McDonald's, not the cheese that you're getting at Burger King. That is why my go-to, if I want fast food, my go-to is Burger King for a Whopper. Uh, because you get a Whopper the way that it was originally made, it is a beef patty that's flame broiled. Um, it's got lettuce, it's got a tomato, it's got, uh, onions. I take the onions off because they give me heartburn. I do leave the mayo on. Um, but you know, I, I'm not having that big slab of cheese on there. Um, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm not having the bacon on it. Um, and that is my go-to when I go to McDonald's, um, it's funny too, because I'll order uh, a McDouble, but I'll order it without cheese or I'll order a Big Mac without cheese. Um, you can go to Wendy's and do the same thing. Wendy's actually has, you know, some really good quality burgers. Um, but that's basically what you want to do. You want to start eliminating the fat out of the stuff that you're eating. So get rid of those. So if you have, what are they? That's crunch burgers or whatever. And they have, um, what the heck is it? Onion rings on it. They are awesome. Don't get me wrong. But if you're looking to clean up what you eat, and I don't mean clean up, clean eating, man. Let's eat clean. I mean just cleaning up what you're eating, getting diminishing the fat content in the stuff that you have. Um, so I'm going to tell you a weird story and I don't know how some of you are going to react and it's just, I'm going to, I'm going to confide. So, uh, as I said, I'm Jewish. So, um, one of the things that I do is I tend to eat kosher. All right. So one of those things that I, I experienced when I, I used to go to Israel back and forth a lot and Israel, you can get it but it's not very easy to get. You have to go to specific places. Um, they don't have cheeseburgers. They have hamburgers. Even when you go to McDonald's, I went to a McDonald's in Tel Aviv and the, I ordered the Amer the Americano or something like that. And it was this enormous, beautiful slab of beef. Um, but it doesn't come with cheese. And that caused me, this was years ago. I went, um, that caused me to stop eating. Yes. Was it partially religious? Absolutely. But one of the cool things was, was I liked how I felt after. 
I actually felt like I enjoyed the food more as if I absorbed the food more. Um, I don't know if that's real, but it's what I perceived. Um, and I really like hamburgers now. You could do all kinds of stuff. You could put a fried egg on it, all kinds of stuff. Um, but I actually found myself enjoying food a lot as I filtered the fat content out of it, you know, and there's ways to do this, not just in fast food, but you can do this with low fat options in the grocery store. If you're going to get sour cream, get low, low fat sour cream. All right. Um, if you're going to get, uh, milk, get skim milk. Skim milk's actually better uh, because it has a lot more of the nutrient-dense portion of milk in the skim milk. Um, I didn't. I found that out in my course, um, the nutrition course. So what I mean by that is milk, all the stuff they skim off is mostly fat. Um and you get, so let's think about it. If you have this much milk, all right, and this much is fat and they skim it off and this has all the nutrient dense part of it and you increase the nutrient dense part of it by removing the fat, you now have more volume that has more nutrients in it. So it's better for you. Meaning a cup of whole milk and a cup of fat milk uh skim milk has a cup of skim milk has more in it for you um i'm a big believer in skim milk and i'm a big believer in chocolate milk so drink that chocolate milk it's an awesome recovery drink um but yeah there's things you can do like i like ranch dressing so i get um the low fat light ranch dressing but my point is, there are ways to eat healthier in fast food. Is a lot of that food processed? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So should you eat it every day? Probably not. You should probably eat something that you cook specifically. You know what I mean? Something that came in the truest sense of organic. You know, um, a steak ground beef, uh, rice, make your own rice, you know, bread, you can't really, bread is all bread is pretty much processed. So when someone says, Oh, you're having that hamburger, that bun's processed. Well, I challenge you to find me a reasonably priced <laughs> pack of hamburger buns that are not processed. So, um, I'm trying to, to, to help people to give them healthier, healthier alternatives you know if they want to take it to the next level they're welcome to but we can exist within uh the 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 confines of the grocery store and what's on um the side of our local roads you know what i mean those fast food places where sometimes you've got you know three kids in the car screaming and you've got to get yourself something to eat on the way to soccer practice whatever um but yeah, oh, very important. The last one, and this one, again, 
It's going to piss off a lot of people. And I am a sinner when it comes to this one, too. French fries. So French fries, if you are looking to make healthier choices, then French fries, onion rings, all that stuff, they are your worst enemy because they are calorie bombs, because they're drenched in oil. Now, they're carbohydrates. If you were uh, to eat those potatoes like at Wendy's, they have a baked potato, you'd be fine. But you order the fries, and they get soaked. Have you ever seen um, what I, I, some in elementary school where you, you cut a potato in half, and you dye it? use it as like a dye block or something like that because it absorbs so well well french fries taste so good because they absorb all that oil and every ounce of that oil has nine grams of fat so they are calorie bombs um but once a week once every two weeks once a month you're golden just like those fries but if you eat them every day, yeah, you're just you're doing yourself in if you're trying to eat a little bit healthier. So I hope this cleared things up. I, I had to give the big, you know, physiology lesson and give you guys the background. Um, I probably made some mistakes. So if I did, hit me in the comments because um, I'm doing a lot of this off the cuff uh, based off of of you know, memory. I do, I do some research here and there, but, uh, a lot of this is stuck in my head from the eight gazillion classes I've had on the subject. So, um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, please hit me up with it. Um, and that is it. Uh, that's, that's this episode. Um, listen, like I said in the beginning, this episode and this podcast is brought to you by Sea and Land Fitness. So head on over. Uh, the URL, as you you probably seen, is up in the uh, up in the corner. It's S A N D L F I T S and L Fit and you can find merchandise, hats, shirts. Um, my little uh, directional motivation theory. Thing, uh, for fear and want it's a little trigger uh, to try to help you make better decisions um, also our tier 3 training program for individuals who want to go into the military or get into military slash endurance fitness is up there super cheap uh, so check it out uh, we'll send it right over to you um, and also if you need any counseling or anything like that uh you know fitness counseling uh performance counseling any of that stuff just hit me up um and you'll see how much it is on the website all right that's it thank you uh go honey badgers and we'll see you guys soon bye